Okay, I'm on pop quiz. Name one Google product which is a household name and software doesn't count. Um uh, uh, <laughs> for words. Yep. That's my point. It's always been a swing and a miss when it comes to Google's hardware launches. Why do they do this? Is their marketing and strategy and sales team getting it wrong altogether? Is there something wrong with their approach altogether? Or is this multi-billion dollar corporation just worried about one thing? Ads, ads, and ads. Today, we will tech about it, Amal. And that's exactly what I want to discuss with you. We have been, well, fans of the Google lineup for a while. Don't reveal it. Don't reveal it. <laughs> okay. We'll keep it for a little bit later in the conversation. But there has to be some sort of suspense, right? We want to tech about it, guys, today. My name is Ayush and this is Aman. And we are back with yet another episode of Let's Tech About It. Today, we want to talk about something very close to our hearts. Imagine converts. What are converts all about? We have been over the years Google fanboys. And now everything about us is Apple. And if we do want something to do with the Google ecosystem, well, then it's some other manufacturer who's using Google's software capabilities. Why does this happen, Aman? What's up and what have they done wrong over the years? Why can't you name a Google hardware product launch which stuck in your head? It really should have been the easiest thing, right? I mean, Google's part of everything we use today. And still, when you ask me that question, I am thinking about it because as you know as a tech enthusiast i might have a product here and there from google's you know honestly quite unsuccessful hardware enterprises a household name no i'll name something that half the world probably doesn't even know exists and that's the part where uh, and that's the part we need to or we want to talk about as to what went wrong there because if, if you look at it on paper, right, it's it's the menu for success. How can you go wrong? You have the biggest Android today is the largest market share in terms of an OS on a mobile phone, right? Apple is very small in compared to what Android is. So it was right there for them. I mean, all they had to do was make a brilliant hardware, uh, make a brilliant piece of hardware, and then take their already amazing software, put it on it, and there you have it, a perfect product. And honestly, that's kind of what Apple did. They made the most beautiful hardware, took their software, which, you know, let, let's be honest, a few years ago was not even close to as good as what Android is. And they improved it, put it together, and you have, you know, the it, Apple not only is the most valuable company in the world, it also has, it's, it, it's an iPhone, right? The whole world knows what's an iPhone. And unfortunately, Google has not been able to do that. So um, there's a lot of things to talk about and a lot of things to tech about. But, um, you know, let's just get to the crux of it. Absolutely, Aman. You know, you, I think you summarized it so well. And I want to break it down for everyone who's going to be tuning in. We will bash the hell out of Google. Um, not not necessarily with any agenda in mind, but with the only agenda, if any, which is a positive one, which is essentially to find out why Google, who had the capabilities that no one has had all this while, has not managed to make a product for all of us, which can be massy or classy or even have some sort of a fan following. I've said this before, uh, and I'll say it again. The fa my favorite phone that I ever had, it's this guy here. 
It's the Google Nexus 5. You and I both had it. I'm turning it on, right? And look at the animation as well. Like, wow. even that was cool. That was so damn cool. Um, so you know, you, you know, you know how you and I are always are always trying to compete and always have uh, similar things. Well, then I I just want to say one thing to you. Ta-da! I have it as well. I still kept it. And ta-da! I have a second one because I was so much in love with this that I had to. It didn't stop there, Aman. My love for Google extended to this piece of fossil from Jurassic Park. This is the Nexus tablet which lasted for six months. And all of six months, then gave me battery issues, then gave me software update issues. But when it lasted in 2012, somewhere into 2013, this Nexus tablet was miles ahead of the iPad. And that's what we thought was the race. Just look at this. It's so beautiful. Like, it was amazing. I I really don't know how they went wrong. Like, this was the the cleanest OS at the time. No bloatware, nothing. And I remember saying this, you know, I booked a, a movie, right? And I, I was living in New Delhi for a little bit. And obviously, I was living in a new city. And I booked a movie. And my phone told me, time to leave because you That's need to right. reach the, the theater on time. And obviously, I didn't know the city. So I didn't understand traffic. But my phone told me. And I, I was like, <laughs> this phone is, this is the thing. It was, it was the best thing that ever I've ever used. And... Yeah. You know, Aman, no, I, I see, I see that look. You know, that's a, that's that's the look of a disappointed ex-lover. I want you to hold that phone up because I, you know, everyone knows how I st- I love using my my OnePlus as well. And now look at this. This is OnePlus today. That is Google in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah. I mean, they they had it all right. That stock Android, right? I mean, it was wow. If everyone who's just listening and not tuning in, I want you guys to rush to our Instagrams or our YouTube pages. Let's talk about it and Instagram's uh, Diayushalawadi and Amansha007 because this part has to go up where we reveal these crazy devices that were so ahead of their time when they were launched. But then something went wrong, Aman. Something went wrong with this Nexus line. Something went wrong or is going wrong with the Pixel line. No matter what they rebranded as, you can make the company alphabet. You can change everything. But Google is struggling to be anything more than a tech giant who knows how to make money through ads and of course has but it's a search engine is what it is right that's what it essentially is because they've not managed to do anything on the hardware front now of course there's an entire argument which we can get to about where their revenues come from and why they focus that way on what they do of course it's a multi-billion dollar company we are only asking questions as tech geeks and tech enthusiasts because you guys at google you all have come so close to getting it right. That's what makes it so special, right? The Nexus 5, the Nexus 7 tablet. These were devices which were so well ahead of their time that Aman and I fell in love very early. The Nexus 5, I think Aman was the D821, the LG D821, D820. I went, I went to Dubai and I picked it up and people were all raising their eyebrows over there saying, what is this? You're buying a Google phone. And, um, and for me, I was so fascinated by it because I made my brother buy one in Bombay and I knew what the the potential of this phone was and I understood what out of the box stock Android was all about and that's what this phone was all about and it was so smooth like you said slick UI um, really fast with its load times great integration in terms of you know Google now and and it really got things right at that point in time I think they managed to pack all of the best of Google in one neat device and they did it via via partnership with LG so clearly that partnership route worked. Even late, I think they also had tie-ups with, with HTC, Huawei, 
um, Mo- Motorola, right? So they had, and Samsung, I think, on one. They had a Samsung, Samsung Galaxy the, Nexus the, the, the as well. The one before ours was built uh, Galaxy, uh, uh, Samsung built Galaxy Nexus, which, you know, it was that it was, they were slowly inching their way towards sort of, you know, we would hope to be what we would call perfection or this ideal Google device. Yeah. And somewhere down the line, it all went to, you know, shit. Um, but, you know, I, I wanted to say this is that if Google, so I use this phone when I, I think all the way up until late 2015, um, this was still my everyday driver. And if Google had got their act together, I can tell you this today that I promise you, I would not have touched an Apple device. I would still wow. be a hardcore Android user just because this phone was amazing. This camera, even though, you know, at the time it's a single lens camera, but I remember I, I, I was living in London for a little bit with this phone and the camera, I, I remember I could do 360 photos. Like I would just, you know, you shoot in like a circle and it would create this sort of 360 image. No camera on a smartphone could do it at the time, but Google's phone could. The software made the best of the hardware. And that's, you know, honestly, that it feels like I'm talking about Apple's formula. And it's so unfortunate or it's so saddening that Google has not been able to crack it where it's right been in front of them. It's been in front of them all, all along. And we also talked about, you know, they did all these partnerships. And then I remember a few years ago, they started doing uh, Google edition um, flagships. So I think when Samsung launched their latest, you know, Galaxy S, whatever, they made a Google edition of it. And, you know, that was, again, an old, uh, you know, and nod back to the Nexus series where they took, you know, the best hardware from one of the best manufacturers mm-hmm. and then they put in the Google experience, the the thing that makes them so, um, um, it made the phone so good. And, right. um, you know, when we, 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 and then I guess what happened is that they started rebranding. They wanted to make their own hardware. Um, and I can talk about that a little bit because the, the first thing that Google did was they went and purchased um, Motorola or, well, Motorola's mobile division, uh, I guess, in the hope that they would use that to make their hardware better. And a few years later, they landed up selling Motorola to Lenovo at, um, you know, for a loss. And then a few years later, they went and bought a division of HTC uh, and I don't know what they're doing. It just feels like everything has been uh, two steps forward, five steps back. They they start going in the right direction. They make progress. And then either their heart's not in it or they lose, I don't know, motivation to keep it going. And it just goes backwards. And um, maybe they've learned their lesson because today they've stopped making flagship phones. Um, but... You know, what do you think, Ayush? Where where have they gone wrong? What is this? You know, what's why have they reached the situation, and why why is this happening? Absolutely, Aman, you're right. Because think of it, you said when they picked up well Motorola, and Motorola by itself was a brand which did some of the coolest, most revolutionary things with the Hello Moto, the Moto Mods, the Razer phones. I mean, they've done some fantastic stuff, and then. You flip it, you buy it for nearly $12 billion, you flip it for something like two. That's a $10 billion loss. I don't know what you've picked up from there, but then you've given it off to Lenovo. 
So bye bye Motorola. That's not working out for you. Then you go in for HTC's Pixel team. So they spent a billion dollars just to pick up the team that made the Pixel, or that at least that one lab. Right. And I don't know what really came out of that because now they have Pixels. Now let's move away from the Nexus to what evolved into their product. Saying, oh, let's make our own product. You know, to take on the iPhone where we control everything. We'll build an ecosystem. In 2016, I remember I was doing a show on Bloomberg. Where we stayed up, my producer and I, to cover the Pixel launch event, and everyone said this is going to be Google taking on the Apple events. By the way, the Apple event has most likely been uh, well announced by Siri uh, on on the twentieth of April. So you know what our next episode would be all about, Amar. Yep. That's what Siri wants us to know. And I made a fun reels on that as well, which people are really getting annoyed with because every time that reel says, I say, Hey Siri, and then everyone's Apple devices come on. So I think that was the whole point, but. You're right. When it comes to Google, then it evolved into this whole team called Pixel, and I, I think they must have gone some marketing guys who, honestly, based on their track record and performance, I hate to say this, should really be changed. I don't want to use the word sacked, but really, man, someone out there is making some really shitty decisions when it comes to a brand which people like Aman and I are very invested in and are big fans of. Right? So, Google, get your act together because now when you talk about the Pixel, they launched a phone which was around seven hundred. And sixty or seventy dollars for you guys in the U.S. That was also very expensive, right? For a flagship phone which had no water resistance, which didn't have half the features that the iPhone was giving you, and which had one camera at the back. Their promise was that you know, forget the iPhone Seven Plus and Seven and and Eight、uh, and you know the others that were launching then. That these two cameras and the Chinese guys launching two three cameras, this is never going to work. That's now standard. Everyone launches two to three cameras, maybe four, maybe five, but. What they said is that our one camera with our software can enhance it, and and yes, it did enhance it to a great extent. The camera was great, but that was that can't be your ticket to fame, right? And that phone was priced at sixty five thousand plus. That's how much the iPhone seven was costing me at the time. So why would I want to buy? I mean, in India or anywhere in the world, why would I buy a Google device when Apple has spent so long in hardware and perfecting their stuff, and Apple invests billions of dollars in R and D and even more in marketing. And perhaps has the best marketing teams in the world, doing the most. Even if their product is this good, their marketing team and sales teams make it look this good, right?、Yeah. So it's it's there's no question. I don't know. Even with the Pixel, I want to get your take on this. The Pixel, the first phone, great. Then they somehow realized that with subsequent Pixel phones, that in the premium game they were not making it. Last year during the pandemic, we saw them shift towards well the budget phones, right? And the and going big on the budget phones. But then now I have a problem there again, right? It was the Google Pixel 5a, and as usual, the leakers came about with it, and it said. So what happened is, I think it was there were some reports that were suggesting that the Google Pixel 5a 5g will be cancelled due to this semiconductor shortage, the chip shortage that、mm-hmm. the whole world is facing because of the pandemic. And they said that、uh, they actually came about, and it's happened a few times as well. Saying that, look, yeah, these leak renders that you guys are putting out, it's not cancelled. Who told you it's cancelled? And they denied a cancellation rumor, and and effectively teased their phone that way, which is honestly, Aman, that's not a genius. No one can, no smart. Some guy should be sacked out there. Whoever thought of this, or whoever leaked it, because if that's how you're going to leak it, pathetic. If that's how you're going to launch it, pathetic. If that's how you're going to kill the buzz, pathetic. If you're not going to think about it, bye bye Google. Clearly. And you know the best part is that, that Google Pixel 5a or whichever phone they want to launch, whichever one's been leaked, it's not like the Google Pixel has 
a strong enough fan base, right? It's not like there's a bunch of people who won't buy other phones because the Google Pixel budget phones are coming out. I mean, honestly, what they barely had two or three percent market share at their best when in the US, which is right. one market where people bought them. In India, people were so turned off by it that it didn't work. Now in this affordable and mid-range segment, of course, at that right. time, the OnePlus cost 32,000 rupees and this cost 65,000 rupees. Why wouldn't I go for a OnePlus? Now, when the OnePlus is that expensive, it's actually gone to premium level. So I don't mind. And it also offers me a Nord. The Samsung offers me, the the Samsung offers me so many. Not even fancy. The, the M52, A50, there are thousands of phones they offer. Right. The Vivos, the Xiaomi's. Look at the Xiaomi phones. So there's so much variety now that the Pixel is frankly just a lost cause. So I don't care about your team Pixel anymore because if you want better cameras, we have better cameras. You want better processing power. It runs an outdated chipset. So even with the Pixel and all of its branding, again, they've gotten it wrong. Again, minus, minus points. They really need to learn how to market that stuff because firstly, it's a big thing, right? That they're making flagships. Now they're saying, okay, we're not going to make a flagship. We're going to do a a budget phone or sort of one level lower than a flagship. And if they're going to make this big shift from a flagship to a lower end phone and a phone, a lower end or, a, you know, now they're trying to get into a market that they've never really had in hand in, they need to get their marketing right. How are they going to convince people to let go of those Samsung fan editions or let go of those, you know, the OnePlus Nord and use a Pixel instead? I mean, everyone's not geeks like us everyone did not have a nexus 5 so you know it's like well you have this you know they had this user right like me me you and i were part of their user and when they killed off the nexus they lost a little bit then they started the pixel and maybe a few of them came back maybe a few of them didn't um, and then as pixels kept coming out, they realized that they're slowly losing people out there as well, because th the phones aren't giving the, giving, uh, what, giving the users the flagship specs that they want and charging flagship prices. So they're constantly losing users. And now they're saying, OK, we're going to attack. We're going to try and get a whole nother segment of the market and make them users. But how? Where's the marketing? Yeah. Where? How are you convincing people to do it? Like. And, and and I'll be honest, I've used the phone. It's actually good. The it phone is. is not bad. It is, it's a good phone, but nobody knows about it. Where, how are you, like I've seen, like if you actually hold the phone, it's built well. It has the soft touch plastic. It, it, it's really nice to hold. It's built well, it's sturdy. Uh, you know, it has everything that I, you know, used to love about this phone in terms of the way it it felt in my hand. But if someone doesn't know that the phone exists, how are you going to get a user or how are you going to get a buyer? So these guys really, really need to, you know, yeah, I don't want to use the word sack a team, but really need to pull their socks up and, you know, Absolutely. they need to just go for it. And, you know, while we're talking about the Nexus, it's also, um, you know, we can take a moment to say thanks to LG, right, for all their Absolutely. devotion to the smart uh, to the smartphone industry over these years. They were really revolutionary. They were the first to, I believe, uh, put a widescreen camera, do a double tap to wake. They did a lot of things for the no, first they did, time. They did try a lot, Aman, you know, but I think they, they, strangely you say LG, and this was a marriage of two very similar identities because while... You know, they say two recessives can still make her dominant or something like that yeah, in biology. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember our school, high school biology. But the truth is that LG was a company, again, 
full marks for trying, right? But did they have that direction? Did they have separate lines? Uh, did they have a good marketing team? They had the exact same issues. It's uncanny, but they had the exact same issues that Google has in terms of hardware. Maybe together you can make some great magic. But uh, independently, I don't think they saw the bigger picture because at the end of the day, I feel like what 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 LG did as well, right? Look at their nomenclature for phones. LG, C6, V6, ThinQ, AI Edge. It's ridiculous. Their TVs, their TVs have the same issue. They actually, maybe in some of their TVs are better than Sony and Samsung TVs. You know, their OLED panels are the best. They make OLED panels. And even then, they've not managed to understand the marketing and the clean OS versions of it. So every time they tie up with Google, they get it right. But yeah, hats off, RIP LG, and they've exited. And that actually brings us to an interesting point, right? Maybe LG also enjoyed a bit of market share in places. By the way, guys, LG has only exited the smartphone business. It's still be making TVs, refrigerators, ACs, and whatnot. But I feel like, Aman, LG got it wrong. Again, a problem with marketing, product placement, brand strategy. Things which are so easy, you guys have millions of dollars. Hire Raman and me as brand strategists. We'll tell you as geeks what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. But okay, we knocked off the Nexus. We knocked off the Pixel. Now, the Pixel phone. Now, when we get into the Pixel line of products, and before we move on to company strategy and, and what we think the philosophy was lacking at, now think about it. Now they're talking about Google Silicon, where Apple won't be the only guy saying we have our own chip and blah, blah, blah. And if this Google Silicon shows up in the Pixel 6, which Indian Pixel fans most likely doesn't show up in India based on what, what every on the internet chatter, you're going to get only the budget devices, which we have plenty of over here. So if you're talking about the Pixel 6, and if Aman can enjoy it in the US, and maybe it's that top-end flagship, I still think they won't get it right. But then there is this lovely Silicon chip, which might make it a powerhouse. But after I've seen the Snapdragon 888, I don't think... And then the A14, I don't think anyone can do a better job, but let's see, the jury's still out on what Google does. But then there's another leak come up, which is we've been talking about wearables and so much of that stuff. And this OnePlus watch there, Vion writes to me saying, should I buy a OnePlus watch, Ayush? And I said, frankly, you know, we'll pick it up. I know it's, it's reasonable, but none of the reviews are saying very great things about it. And Aman and I have an issue that they're not using, well, any, any particular form of OS, which is already done well. They're just using their own form of it. So I feel like, Google now is launching a Pixel Watch is what all the leaks are suggesting. It looks sexy. It looks interesting. And they're going to be building that, the, you know, the software experience as stock Android, stock Wear OS, Google. That might be yes. interesting, Aman, especially if you keep in mind the fact that they have picked up and acquired Fitbit as well. And now that changes exactly. the game. And we've been discussing this for a while. This is a small launch in, in terms of the size, but in terms of of well brand brand reputation and how well they resonate with geeks like us this is it for google and we've said this before yeah they need to get this right this is their uh, i believe and i think you agree with me when we you know this is the make or break for them if they don't get this right they're gonna be you know i i, I don't see a, a way back for them but the fact that they bought Fitbit or they acquired Fitbit, it gives me hope. It gives me that little bit of, you know, they've taken something that, you know, already worked well, uh, which is what the Nexus series was, right? They took devices or they, they paired up with hardware manufacturers that were doing well and enhanced it with doing what they did best, which was software. And 
now that's it it feels to me that's what they're doing they got fitbit they got the hardware and now they're going to put in you know their expertise which honestly it always was software they always have been a software focused company that have been trying their hand at hardware and never going you know all out but this is the time where they can do it you know lg has left a big gap in um, you know in the market there's a 6% market share is what lg used to have and that's up for grabs and honestly i think google needs to be attacking it all out they need to get the get the watch right if they get the watch right people are going to get onto it because honestly there isn't an and there isn't any uh, wear os um you know a really good wear os watch That's i know cool. google has Google officially is partnered with Fossil but then Fossil is more of the luxury sort of um uh, more aesthetically forward uh, you know side of a smart you know watch. Aman, that that partnership has done Fossil also well if you think about it mm-hmm. a lot of people are actually considering the Fossil watch over the Samsung so yeah. Yeah. i think they are the only traditional watchmaker who's managed to break into the smart game with yes. a presence and i think that Google backing that you mentioned really has helped them because clearly the software game is working and imagine if if you consider an ideal world then fossil with its aesthetic design aesthetic which they had right for a long time and their brand team is great because i know they have some great campaigns here in india yeah. and abroad and then you look at fitbit with its fitness tracking capabilities and software and then google ideally if all of these guys had no <laughs> ego clashes it should be the, the best product in the, the world Absolutely. But it's unfortunately in the world of tech, it doesn't work that way, and I wish it could because on paper it sounds great. But another thing you mentioned earlier, which I really want to talk about, Raman, is is the fact that Apple, as a company, which is at one time we thought Google would be taking on Apple and Samsung in the hardware game, they did. But I think Amazon, as a company which came in from a non-hardware background, really overtook Google in creating some sort of an ecosystem. Because you see Alexa, and it and it's strange how Alexa. Google had the search engine with with Google uh, Assistant and always had that sorted but Alexa comes in from nowhere and really manages with its marketing with its contextualizing yeah. to regional markets taking over the world and then of course it leads to a lot of conversions because you have the tie ups with Amazon groceries Amazon uh, logistics Amazon uh, Prime and then of course you also have AWS so that all comes this in together is another fail for Google Absolutely, and that's another one. And let's not even let's not even talk about Google Glass in this because that's another two-hour conversation. That's something that again it was promised there, and then it was absolutely nothing. But you know, on that Alexa note, I, I have a Google Home, and mm-hmm. my reasoning behind it was, you know, our life is revolved around Google. Uh, it, it is. I mean, if you don't use Gmail, are you even using email, right? Like that's this. the the common sort of um, way of the world. So what I went and did was I said, you know what? I'm not going to get the Amazon Alexa. I'm going to get the Google Home because I'm already in Google's ecosystem, at least the software ecosystem. And I I use it. I love it. Um it's great. You have Google, I have you know, I have one home and I have a couple of minis in the rest of my house and um it works well. But then again, not a lot of people know about it. Amazon again did what Google doesn't didn't do right. They got their marketing absolutely spot on. They got the right tie-ups. You can get Alexa inbuilt into into TVs, into Bose home theaters, into And now and now now Amazfit watches as well by the way. I think now Amazfit exactly. Now Amazfit watches as well. So 
again, Amazon took their marketing and they pushed Alexa, and which is why Alexa is the most popular smart home speaker, smart speaker, speaker and system. Frankly, Aman, it is uh, with all its bells and whistles. I think it's also one of the smarter. I mean, they're all dumb, but big speeds yeah. are flopped by Samsung. Siri is kind of irritating and doesn't work in other countries. Um, Google only does the Googling bit well. Alexa is actually like having a voice assistant, a digital assistant with you. I think that's what they get right. Google, I think, it, let's come to this, doesn't have their priorities right, Aman. When I say priorities right, I feel like Google takes it for granted that they get, make billions of dollars every quarter as an advertising company, right? right? And they have, and they're very complacent about their algorithm, which is perhaps the, the best algorithm out there. It's the best video 100%. search, it's the best search engine. Uh, hundreds of issues with the regulators about privacy and security, but still, it is the most widely used. Now, we aren't dum-dums, Aman and I, guys. We know that Google, of course, wants to give you Android on 80 to 90% of the devices in the world on your, mm -hmm. on your OnePlus phones in terms of Oxygen or like other Android-powered smartphones by Samsung or whoever uses a version of Android. We know that they use that data and they are invading all your lives and taking so much data from it and then selling ads based on it. So if you buy anything but an Apple device, technically, well, in some way you are helping Google with their business, right? Because, I mean, there are other systems out there, but largely it's an Android, it's an Android versus iOS game in the world. I'm not well, talking about Linux based You're systems. still gonna use Google Chrome on your Apple device. So at the end of it, you're still- For some time, for some time, for some time, Apple is actually, it's very interesting you say that because Apple's yeah. working on their own search I, engine. Yeah. And that's exactly the point that you raised is exactly why perhaps they're working on it, right? Because at the end of the day, they want to not, not, not give that control to Google, who's one of their biggest, biggest competitors. But in the hardware game, let's be honest, they're not competitors because Google, I don't think really cares as much about a hardware business. Or like you said, you use an interesting analogy earlier about, you know, they, they get there and then they just don't make it. It's like you every day, you try to fill that jar with water. Yeah. And you come in every day and you put a drop and you're, and finally, when it's going to reach that tipping point where you'll be, you know, where you can have some waves in your little jar and you just give up saying, it's okay. I get water outside anyways. It's just silly because you're so close to really sorting us and giving us uh, tech geeks. Well, something to cheer about, but right now it's sad, Aman, with the pandemic and how things are panning out. Companies are reassessing product lines altogether. They're calling off launches. There are semiconductor chip shortages. The world's in a tough place. And there's, there's brands like LG disappearing. And it is heartbreaking, right? For whatever you like it or you don't, it's heartbreaking. Think about it. Apple, really, Steve Jobs had sorted out the design game, the marketing game, the product game. He had a yeah. product line that's worked till 2021 and perhaps will work for it's another five years stopping. without it's innovating. Yeah, without innovating much, they'll still manage. Um, but... Someone out there in the boardroom has said, look, we have to pivot towards the software business and the services business. How do we do it? Let's put money into Apple Fitness, into Apple Music. Let's get people onto app on the iCloud. Let's make the ecosystem more compelling. They've done stuff without owning a search engine and without having, yeah. well, something like YouTube under the hood. I think Apple's managed to build that ecosystem where people are enticed by it day in, day out. Why hasn't Google managed? That's exactly my question, because they had the recipe for success. They had hardware, they had software. They all they had to do was get get it, you know, get the recipe right and put it all together. And they unfortunately have just failed to do so. But, you know, this is where 
I don't know, maybe it's my little bit of a, you know, just nostalgia or the fact that, you know, I love my, I used to, I love the Nexus so much and it, you know that it was successful that I think, you know, I hope that Google still can do it because that only means that there's going to be another comp another competitor to Samsung, to your OnePlus, to Apple, which basically means everyone's going to be competing to get a better product out there, which means you're going to get better products out there. There's going to be more innovation. There's going to be, um, I mean, if you think about it, right? Like, why has Apple's OS changed so much over the years? Why do we have widgets in iOS? I mean, technically, it's because of Android, because yeah. Android developed their software so much over the years. It became so, uh, you know, it became so advanced. There was so much customization, so many added features. And, you know, iOS obviously doesn't go to that level of customization, but they added a lot of those features and enhanced their software because of Android. And... That's that'll be the same thing. Uh, well, that the exact same thing would happen in hardware if Google gets it right, and um, they should. I mean, they really should. They, I don't know what holds them back. Like you know, your your filling the jar analogy was analogy was absolutely spot on there. It's like they're almost there, and then they were like, okay, you know what? Forget it. We have enough, you know, other revenue coming in. We don't need to worry about this. But um, it's like you said, it's, 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 it's a tough, tough world that we're living in, you know, LG's disappeared and, and this could be Google's chance to actually make it. Um, uh, Google will always be relevant. Let's put it out there. Google for, you know, have, have established themselves well enough where they make Android, they make Gmail, which is basically synonymous to email. Now they make YouTube, like you said, the widest video search engine there could be Google search itself, the biggest search engine there can be. So they have all of these things and I don't think they're going away. They're too much. They're too mainstream. They're integrated into every day of every, you know, everyone's lives. Uh, and I don't think they're going away no matter what people say. Um, so they'll always be relevant. Now it's just if 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 hardware is something that that they really want to you know get get a hold and get a grip on, this is the time for them to do it. There is a hole in the market, and it's there. It's up to them to fill that hole now. You know, you mentioned that that this is that Google. Of course, Google's not going anywhere. But when you spoke about Google search capabilities, we take it for granted. But Think about it. Look at the other big guys out there, not the other search engines, but I'm saying look at the other big guys out there. And if you look at how Mark Zuckerberg's products, Facebook, Instagram, the entire the entire bouquet of products that he has, but let's focus on, well, at least Facebook and Instagram, they can learn so much from Google when it comes to search functionality. Yeah. Try searching for something on Instagram or Facebook and you'll tear your hair out from your scalp because it's that bad and it's that inaccurate. But I feel like Google really should be very clear with the messaging. Be clear about your optics because that's all we need. If you want to become a budget phone company and you want to launch, you want to go for the next billion, which is a big investment by Google by, by itself, then, then be clear about it. I'm not going to comment on who's getting it wrong, but clearly something is wrong at Google. Us geeks are, are your easiest market to reach out to because the rest of the world, you need to put in marketing money to reach them. We are watching you like hawks. So if we, you can't please us and you can't convince us, then I think you've, you've not built a community by itself. It's great if your marketing team approaches influencers and comes up with hashtag Team Pixel. Look, those are professional photographers. 
and they'll do a fantastic job with even a Vivo smartphone for God's sake. So uh, they'll manage to make anything look good and they have uh, Lightroom and Photoshop to make most things look good. But that said, I think Aman, wrapping it up, let's hope Google has a chance with Silicon. Google has a bigger chance with that super pixel watch that you and I have been fantasizing about. And, mm -hmm. uh, and Google has another chance by tuning into Let's Tech About It and to the April 20th purported event by Apple, which is what Siri tells me. That said, I think it's, it's been an interesting chat, Aman. I, I would love to have more conversations like this because here we have questioned marketing strategy. We've also questioned, well, the sales team, the product team, and that sort of approach, the entire business what approach. Be. What, 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 what's the stance they want to take? How do they want to identify themselves uh, other than being the software, uh, you know, giant that they already are and these are what? these these are broken-hearted lovers asking these questions uh, of google or you know people who loved these devices by google who still i mean i would i would love to leave apple in a minute and get back to an ecosystem which is I, i'm a rebel by nature and i would love to have a competing ecosystem we've discussed it before aman too yeah everyone who knows me knows how much i love apple but i'll i'll say it again and i'll say it again and again that if google gets it right i will be the first to get back to google because my love for this device um it beats my love for apple very honestly like it was just something revolutionary in my hand and I'm I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for Google to actually, you know, live up to that expectation that I have from them. And um, you know, hopefully, it, it, you know, whether it's a budget phone, whether it's a flagship, you know, we we hopefully Google will, you know, have those answers for us in the coming month. We can and, see the love. We can see the love. <laughs> I know. I I get nostalgic because I, I this that this phone was just something completely. Um, I, I I've said enough about it, but I'm you know, just saying. I'm just saying, if, if your girlfriend's tuned in, then, then she'll be concerned. That's how crazy you get when you speak about the Nexus line of devices. I know there's a lot of pixel lovers out there who listen to us. And I want all of you guys to comment on our video. Send us, in, you know, send us Instagram messages or email us at, the, you know, let's tech podcast at gmail.com. But, you know, we love Google and I know there are people out there who do as well. So let us know what you think. Tell us what, you know, what you want to hear from Google and maybe somehow Google uh, will listen to us. But, um, you know, keep tuning in, keep, the, uh, keep supporting us, subscribe to our channel, subscribe on Spotify and, um, you know, we'll be back very soon with another episode. Um, that's it for now, guys. Um, this is us saying goodbye. Ayush, good night. And we'll talk to you guys very soon.